0: From the Old City, a practical Torah commentary by Gutman Larch. Holidays. Shavuos, the yoke of Torah. On the holiday of Shavuos, we thank God for having given us the Torah. When someone tries to encourage someone else to follow the Torah and its mitzvot, often they tell the newcomer, you have to accept upon yourself the yoke of Torah. Actually, we hear this quite often, especially if someone seems to be questioning the validity of the Torah. When the yoke of Torah analogy is explained properly, no one has to be convinced to bring it upon themselves. The problem today is that many teachers of Torah are themselves following the Torah for the wrong reasons. It is common to hear that if you follow the Torah, you'll have a wonderful share in the world to come, that you will get credit in heaven, that it's your duty to follow it as a Jew. Many try to sell the intellectually challenging aspects of studying the Torah. Some try to make you feel guilty if you do not follow its rules. After all, your grandparents did it. But most of these reasons are not of interest to the most beginners, and surely not to the younger generation. Instead, they should learn the truth of the yoke of Torah, and then they will be able to successfully share it with others. A yoke, by its nature, does not increase the animal's burden, but rather, it reduces it. Even without the yoke, the same load must be pulled. Before the yoke was invented, the animals still had to plow the field, but he pulled that heavy load with his teeth and neck muscles. Then some kind farmer figured out that if he would put a yoke around the animal's neck, he could attach the plow to the yoke, and then the animal could use its larger, stronger shoulder muscles to pull the load. The animal loved that yoke. It made his life so much easier. The field in this illustration is life, with all of its requirements Each of us has our individual personal burdens that life seems to impose upon us. Each of us is born into this world and then we travel through our individually allotted time span and then the minute our allotment is over, each of us will die. No one escapes. With or without the yoke, as long as we are alive, we're going to have to go out into the field to find food and satisfy our other requirements. The plow in this illustration is our work accomplish our goals be it food for our families or finding ways to make the world a better place we all go out into the field and plow the yoke in this illustration is the Torah with or without the Torah we're going to have to go out into the field and plow we have to make a living raise families and work to make our lives in the world a better place look at just this one statistic as we mentioned in the comments on Amor Today in California, the divorce rate for secular marriages is an astonishing 67%. If you were about to go into a business and learn that the failure rate was 67%, you would never do it. In the same state, the divorce rate for Torah-based marriages is perhaps 10%. If there were no other benefits than this, it would be worth following the Torah. A family that keeps the Torah experiences longer lives and enjoys warmer relationships. Elders are respected and children help each other. But this is just one of the many physical and emotional benefits to Torah observance. There are also the tremendous spiritual benefits of knowing God in your life. Living a life of looking for ways to give instead of only to take changes your daily perspective from greed to generosity. On and on we see what a wonderful thing Torah observance does to our lives. Hey, there's even a promise for a great life in the next world, too. But even if there would not be such a thing as another world, right here and now there's a great reward to plowing with the yoke instead of with your head and teeth. There is one dot com.